Blog Talk Radio. Hi, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the New Orleans and Baker Psychic Hour. We are here today, Friday. Here we are. Ready to do a show. 914-338-0164 is the call-in number. Please press 1 if you'd like to speak with us. We will be closing the show a little bit early today, but we have a good um, a good 45 minutes to chat. Oh, Our callers and listeners can follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. I don't know where my brain is today. Facebook and and on Twitter, those accounts are linked on our blog, Talk Radio Profile, Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic, where you may follow us as well. Again, that call-in number is 914-338-0164. And uh, hopefully we'll hear from some of you today. What are we talking about, Neil? I don't well, think we prepared any topic together. We always have a topic. Um, well, there's always a topic floating around in the stratosphere somewhere, but <laughs> we didn't actually confer on that matter. Well, it's a- astrofield. Oh, is that what we're talking about? Um, huh? The astrofield is important to talk about. That's where the birth of Earth took place. We're and talking about the some of the events field. are being designated to set the, the origin of our planet uh, has a premise in the astral realm. And now you're talking about the stratosphere. Stratosphere, yeah. Stratosphere. Um, you know, we've got problems with our climate. We've got problems with all kinds of things, more or less being concerned about the war in Ukraine, the rise of China or somebody slapping somebody across the face during a Cameo Award show. <laughs> We've got other concerns to also think about. One of those immediate concerns is our climate. That climate basis has to do with human consciousness. We're either going to become aware immediately of what our bigger problems are and reduce as much as we can these smaller things instead of talking for weeks about the slap. Well, we should be. Every newspaper should have on their front page climate, the potential threats of climate change, and what we are doing to our planet. Because it's our prediction that within ten years we could be in a reversible dire nuclear war type situation. But I mean, the fact is, the fact is, those that are in power don't want the citizens to do to mobilize and 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 you know fight back against climate change which is 
engineered for sure. I mean, aside from the fact that we're depleting our resources, our natural resources, and that contributes to climate change, but there is a dark agenda going on. I mean, weather can be controlled. That's a fact. And it is. Um, Even in Hurricane Katrina, I mean, they talk about the fact that that was a... um, uh, it, that that weather event was an event that was created. I mean, there's some that think that. And as far as the slap is concerned, um, whether it was real or staged or not, uh, Pfizer was the was the sponsor of the Academy Awards, and they're actually releasing the first drug to treat alopecia. So it's quite a coincidence that this controversy over a joke, which, by the way, I mean, in my estimation, had nothing to do with alopecia. It was a comparison to a character in the movie being bald. Jada Pinkett was compared to this character. But now, you know, it's given rise to this talk about alopecia and more awareness. And, of course, Pfizer is releasing this drug for alopecia. So, you know, it's it's just a little bit yeah, too convenient. What last I heard, Alouette is up and all. Don't say Alouette. Okay. Jacques is a grower. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you can't get away from it. It's always going to come down to some form of violence. Uh, but then again, we've got uh, in our show, as far as the little tiny dot on the map, in our show, less than a dot, but as preachers, broad audience, we are here to uh, keep abreast of not just psychic information and what the guides and the spirits are saying and who was Cleopatra in their past life, but because yeah, I mentioned here, Cleopatra last night. We're also here to uh, get through those clouds and land on Earth and talk about the premise of what is in our immediate environment. And I believe that what is in our immediate environment does have a link to some higher program going on, uh, some higher confirmation of events that is possibly managed by higher beings and whatever, wherever we came from, uh, that that includes our concern about the planets whenever we do the show and our concerns about how this world is going and where it's going, perhaps predictions. And we've got a caller, so of course we always stop the discussions for our callers because that's what we're here for, so. Yeah, let's bring on this Sherry. Four, she's 41173. Hey, Hi. I was just listening, guys, but good morning. Oh, okay. I, did you have a question or did you just want to listen? I'm just going to listen if that's okay. That is oh, totally fine. Yeah, she's 41173. Well, press one if you change your mind. We'll put you on okay. mute now. Okay. Awesome. You know, it, it is, we, we live in our worlds and we have the, we have the right to be concerned about our own lives. We have that right. There's nothing to minimize the fact that we want to know when that house is going to be sold or who's going to be, we're going to fall in love with. Will I get that job? Will my disease go away? We all have the right to be concerned about our own individual space and our, envi- our own environment. So we're not saying that that isn't important, that is of the utmost importance, granted by the fact that we reduce our conversations to any caller that calls in 
we recognize that people have individual needs and that everything has to be centered around a global dilemma. But on the other hand, when we don't have callers or when somebody just wants to listen, uh, we, we can expand our multiple choices into discussing what the world what's going on in the world, what we should be concerned about, in addition to information about the, the chakra systems, or the spirits and guides and ghosts, the angels, um, numerology, things like this. I think it's important that when one wakes up, as Benjamin Franklin said, early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and um, compromised. Oh, I didn't know why. <laughs> um, but uh, the uh, idea that I think our waking hours should not just be filled with the drudgery of doing chores. It should be filled with information gathering, concern, activation, participation, awareness, meditation, and activation. These are things that are, are very important. And God knows there's enough going on in the world. You can take your choice. You can have one thing you want to do, or you could bundle them up into big packages of, of, uh, of uh, endeavors and, and uh, the motivation to be involved in whatever concerns you about this plan. I'll, I'll remember that when I'm sweeping leaves all day long. Yeah. So, um, so uh, in that regard, you know, sweeping leaves is reading books, so I'm just complimenting her. Uh, <laughs> right. That's what leaves are called in books. Well, I, obviously. But, but uh, the idea that... Uh, I'd be turning leaves if I was reading, of course. Well, you could be sweeping them if you're, yeah. if you're a sweep reader. If, if you, you don't turn right. you sweep. Um, I tend to exercise my uh, speed reading abilities because God knows, how can you get through everything in a day? I, newspapers I took a course in speed reading, actually. I did. You did? Yeah, I mean, but I did always read fast. I went through it. I always, I always read fast. But I, of course, if you are a fast reader, sometimes you speed by things and that you don't don't otherwise you don't digest you at all. Or the, you digest it, but maybe the depth of, I mean, if you're reading like literature, it's, it's not to be bed read. You don't want to read through Ulysses. Right. And James Joyce would slap your hand if you did. But, uh, or the Bible for that matter, or any other. Quran, well, that's what I definitely Quran. speed read through the Bible. Uh, I, for, for the first ten years of my life, when people said, have you read Psalms? I, I thought they were saying palms, and so I went into fortune reading uh, regarding a palm, palmistry <sighs> until I realized, uh, no, 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 that's a book. As if you didn't Proverbs. know that. And then I thought Proverbs was something to do with English literature and the punctuation, so I went into looking at verbs and pronouns. But then at one point in my life, I decided, oh, I see, it's about the Bible. So I sped read through the Bible and got nothing out of it. And that's why I'm speaking today about nothing. But <laughs> on the other hand, no, seriously, on the other hand, we've, you know, we have to uh, be very aware, not just of our current events, but how the current events affect our nervous system, what it does to our brains. Now, some people decide to turn their brains off when they hear too much. They just don't want to get involved. Right, they want to, I mean, because it's traumatic for them to hear that, you know, hear negative it's information, too much. too much to handle, and they can't get out of their own little world. So it's easier to stay uh, with your, you know, bury your head in the sand. 
Uh, I, I once encountered a man who said to me, I don't talk about anything because it's gossip and I don't indulge in gossip. But to him, the word gossip engulfed everything. Political parties, uh, world events, the neighborhood, everything was gossip. So he just didn't do anything but, you know, maybe I went to the store and uh, they have a sale on, on bread. When we talk about the uh, usage of knowledge and information, I mean, the brain is able to, actually the brain is able to store massive amounts of information. Everything that the world has collected so far, the brain can store, considering that there's at least maybe 90% of the brain we're not using, large percentage of that is in our frontal brain. So the idea that we can capture all information. We have, we have fallen short of that, so we have artificial intelligence that helps not only to compute and hold, but also to register how to arrange events to the next step, including predictions of the future. I mean, um, I, went, I looked at a computer once that was predicting the future, and I said to it, get in line, you know, blew a fuse, because they do listen. Our phones listen to us. You know, you talk about um, health issues, and suddenly the phone is giving you all kinds of advertisement health issues. Facebook, yeah. Facebook. You have an algorithm. And even if, you, uh, even if you opt not to be listened to, because there's an option not to be listened to, I believe that they listen anyway. Oh, yeah. It's like the guy that covers his ears. He can still hear you. Right. So, uh, you know, um, I don't, let's not forget Hal, who could hear through walls. He read lips. So uh, it is, it is, you know, our topics might get out of hand. They might seem sloppy when we call it the margins of speech, but we do overlap. And I think that in overlapping, the multitude of information that we can share with anybody over two hours during the week is enough in and of itself, more or less giving readings. But when we don't have readings, we just don't want to bat the breeze and talk about Casey at the bat. We want to talk about <laughs> what? what is important. Why would we talk about Casey at the bat? Casey at the bat. I yeah, don't think poem. so. Yeah, I'm uh, aware what poem is. But, the but why would Casey, we discuss that anyway? But, you know, well, I mean, it is literature. And when we get into that, we get into folklore. Everything has a connection. Well, then, maybe we, then, then maybe we should talk about Casey yeah, at the bat. Maybe we could be talking about Casey at the bat. Um, uh, but when we folklore is an it, folklore is a nice pastime. It's an enrichment of carving into the imaginative brain and telling stories. And 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 folklore is more or less something that you do around a campfire or with a piece of straw in your mouth and you're batting the breeze and you talk about old legends or fables, stories that perhaps were real, but maybe not. When we're talking about predictions of the future, it's not exactly folklore, but it's premonitions. Some of those premonitions are to be taken seriously. We're, we're, we live in a serious world right now. We always have, but now everything's global. And, every, and there's, we have now arranged our our thinking into creating instruments of destruction 
that are massive. We have now reached the ability to completely annihilate the human race. Not one person left, maybe one. Same as one the Lord. But there's other aspect of the time zone that we live in in regard to the events of the planet and how we just can't read the news and fall into sorrow or depression or concern. There's got to be something more than that that expands our nerve cells and gives us a reason to act and not just to lament or despair. Now, in that energy, we have what is called, in my mind, the active brain and the inactive brain. The, the noun is brain, so it's going to be doing something. But in terms of our world situation, are you an active brain? That means you do something actively. Or are you an inactive brain? That means you know about things, but that's about it. You're knowledgeable. You're worldly in terms of keeping abreast of the news. You watch Fox News, CNN, read the papers, get the magazines, discuss it with people. But then you have active brain. The active brain is connected to our nervous system. Some of us just don't have it. It's not in our DNA. Others create it and make it our DNA. But in regard to uh, assuming that this is an hour of valuable information, that must be heard. And our radio show goes all over China, Russia. Well, I don't Germany, know. I don't know if it goes to in Japan. Oh, well, I know it does. No, no, no. In China, they may not have access to our radio show. I talked to, I talked to the church. Oh. He, he well, anyway, in family. Russia, I don't think so because they're very limited as far as the information well, that they get from the media. They, they I've had a Russian tell me that he heard this. In fact, from his country. Well, anyway, yeah. okay. So um, okay. the network system, you know, they have ways of expanding and and beating the the uh, blocks and blockades. Oh, I know there there are, and there was someone actually figure skating in the figure skating world that that um, I don't remember if it was a Chinese skater, but they somehow got around the block for Instagram and was able to post and they got into trouble. But yeah, of course people can circumvent, you know, a system that's in place to, to, to to prevent the dissemination of knowledge. So, but I mean, as far as it being readily available, are people clamoring in China to listen to our show? Probably not. No, we're not in that category, but it does leak out and, and get out there. And I think that's important. Um, uh, so when we think about these things, and the key word is think, that means sending out brain waves. Brain waves are not just inclusive of the body. We send out energy constantly. And those energies go as far as the reaches of space in my concern. So we they send out messages through our brain. Right. So the interesting thing is when you're a psychic and you really have a grasp of how to work with energy, you can send your thought patterns out in order to, you know, prompt someone to call or, or, or impact their lives in a positive way with energy work. I mean, that's at the height of, that's the height of uh, presenting brain waves out and having them 
impact. That's a good matter you brought up. I was sending out a wavelength with somebody call. I got my C mixed up with a B, and somebody called and said they got their girlfriend pregnant. So um, <sighs> the idea of you got to get it, you got to get the spelling uh-huh. right. Got to get the spelling right. Yeah. So uh, what we have is inward messaging and outward messaging, and that includes anything that uh, that individuals do as well as psychics. Inward messaging is wiring the message within the body that helps to promote a healthy system, a balanced system. Outward uh, and outward messaging is meant to help others. You can do it simultaneously. You can do it in parts. You can, percentage-wise, you can maximize or minimize but that's those that um, sacrifice their lives forever for others. The, the energy field is so maximized for others that it even says in scripture, the greatest thing a human being can do is give their life for another at the sacrifice of their own life. That sacrifice is measured by what they have sacrificed. What they have sacrificed, if they've sacrificed an abundance of happiness and stability, for the sake of saving somebody else, then the greater is the outlook of that person's sacrifice. If we give a dollar, if we're millionaires and we give five dollars to some guy on the on the freeway entrance with you know with a sign in his hand, that's a sacrifice, but it's not a max maximum. It's not sacrifice. Well, even if you're a millionaire quality. and give hundreds of thousands in donations every year to causes, that's not. I mean, you right. know, that can only be measured. The measurement. measurement is only it goes so far uh, because sacrificing hundreds of thousands of dollars when you've got multi-million isn't. You know, that's no, not going to well, hold I mean, a lot the Bible of weight. Says, you know, give a tenth of your income uh, to ties to to the donation box. So you give a tenth. Um, that seems to be the raw material of, of donation. But, you know, the church is also defined as the universe. Um, it's just not giving to the church per se, but, but there is a meaning behind that. But giving to, quote, the church is the church of life. Um, right. So you're getting is, into the idea of you know, supporting organizations that help wildlife or animals, things like that, or whatever whatever cause that you might think is important, you know, helping people that are disabled or disadvantaged children, all those qualify for the tithing. I think the Bible is talking about right. it doesn't necessarily mean you need to donate to a church, an actual religious institution. Yeah. I mean... And then it goes into the idea of the sacrifice of of taking in by in by the administration is now talking about taking in a certain percentage of refugees from the Ukraine. Um, you know, or how how much do we allow people to cross the you know cross the border and come in? Asylum seekers and people who are running from oppressed countries and crime and corruption. Then we talk about the widespread use of uh, violence. These guns, that these snap guns, or whatever they're called, that are coming out, that you can modify ghost guns and modify it in such a way that they have snap triggers and they shoot out 
bullets all over the place. So innocent people are involved in in the circumference of what the main target is supposed to be. But with the, the idea that you immobilize your society and show power. And that also extends from the abuse of anger, bribery, tribal zones. So when we get into this idea of trying to share all of this stuff in in a short period of time, for the sake of time, uh, instead of just gossiping the hour away, waiting for a caller, I think that in some ways we make a small contribution, ethically speaking, our contribution. We pay for the show. It's not free. Right, it's and it's our time. It's a substantial year uh, amount. We we donate. And do we get something out of it? Uh, well, yeah, we get something out of it. We're on the air. And we get to talk to people. But the point is that there's no promise of return. It, it's, not a, it's not an investment. This is not an investment, unless you call it an investment of concern, an investment of care, and doing it the best way we can, uh, given other circumstances. So um, I once talked to a, spot, a psychic who I said, oh, you're doing a radio show now. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, when's your next show? Oh, I stopped. Why? I wasn't making enough money. You know, people just want to call in and complain and get a reading, but they don't book a reading. So I just gave it up. I think it's a waste of time. They're all users. Took a pause. And I thought, boy, what a spiritual person. (laughs) Well, being psychic and being spiritual are not, not, you know, one of the same. Right. But I, they should be linked. They should be linked, but they're often not. Um, they're often not when linked. God, when Six we say mind, mind, body, and spirit, I don't think God said mind, body, and uh, 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 we'll stop there. I don't think he meant it that way. There's got to be the idea that we are layered. We have body, we have mind, and we have spirit. Um, and so... The concern about the existence of our planet should encompass all those three things, mind, body, body, mind, and spirit. Because if they do, then there's action. There's complete action. And there's not an intake of information through the mind that is perceived through the body. When there's spirit, now you have the spirit of rebellion, the spirit of activation, and there's nothing that can stop that. So even unto death, spirits can be involved in marriages, given the fact that some marriages should be ended in divorce. But we have these things that we have to consider every single day that we're alive and to make sure that we just don't pay attention to our own individual life, but we also make not sacrifices, but we also make human actions that involve our fellow human beings on some level and our fellow creatures. Well, even, you know, you see a struggling bee in water, bend down and get him out. Get her out. Get him out. Drums. Um, be mindful. You know, if you have be, three spiders. B E E. Mindful. If you have three spiders, in your rafters outside, don't use insecticide. 
<laughs> we're back on the back and kill okay. the thing around your home. And if you have carpet beetles, put them on the neighbor's lawn. Yeah. <laughs> on the neighbor's lawn. Enjoy the, the refreshment stamps. Uh, but uh, again, um, we have in lifetime, we have a great opportunity to become engaged. And the soul will be gratified by that because it is important. Now, there are some people who say, I'm engaged in life. I'm concerned about the life. I'm so concerned about some of these groups. I got my gun and went out and shot some of them. Because, I, they, I mean, they're just, they're anti-abortionists. And, and oh my God, they want to they, they wanna deny the rights of sexuality in school. Oh, no, I, I got rid of them. And, you know, you can be a maniac and use a maniac form of logic. But this isn't about the destruction of life. This is about the enhancement of existence that involves diverse ideas and things like that. So, um, you know, uh, when Kristen and I, when I met Kristen and introduced her to the show, and she was somewhat reluctant. And in, in, introduced me to the show. Well, we didn't have a show. We created the show well, together. Well, I, I was... You were already on the radio. The show, but, so I yeah. introduced you to the world of radio. Radio, yeah. That and, would be uh, more accurate. And at times, she was reluctant to join in because she thought, well, you know, I'm not ready for this. And I thought, well, all right. But then slowly but surely, and with some, some mild encouragement, uh, she started to speak up and say things. At times, it was difficult for her as well as for me because you don't want to be wrong. You're exposing yourself to a mass audience. Mass right, and it's difficult to do. It's difficult to do cold readings, and it's what, especially when what you're what you're receiving psychically, um, you know, is completely. I mean, it's just subjective. And then, you know, people could say, well, you know, you're, you're fishing, you're, you know, yeah, it's, it's, goes on. but, but when it's, you know, when it's, when it's psychic, it's really psychic. And there'll well, be a, Christ referred refer to fishermen. So fisher. I don't, I, I find that to be a compliment when you're fishing. Not, we don't fish. fish we don't no. fish for anything. Um, we don't even fish and throw them away. We, we don't throw them back in the ocean. But the metaphorical use of the word, um, and then the, also the cold, the coldness of the adjective "cold readings." I don't know what a cold reading is because every reading to me is activated. So well, I, it's, it's, I try it's, not it's, to use that. Well, word. The, well, you know, it's it obviously in, in the terminology that I use, it means a reading that you're right. doing without having any prior contact with the individual you're talking to. Um, obviously, we get repeat callers on the show, so I mean, I yeah. guess you can't qual- classify all the readings on the radio well, as we, cold readings, but there are plenty of people we connect with that we connect with, you know, the first time. And I mean, it's improper to even say the word reading. I mean, what are we reading from a book? You know, I want, can you give me a reading? Okay, uh, I'll, I'll read you from <laughs> Robinson Crusoe. What page do you want to hear? You know, can I have a reading? Well, it's being, think about meaning it. that you're reading the person's energy. So that's what they're requesting, a well, read of, of their energy. Of course. And it's a euphemism and a word usage that is convenient. And it just sums it up. But literally speaking, we're not giving readings. 
we're giving premonitions. We're giving, uh, we're giving extraordinary counsel, and we're giving supernatural insight. And that's not a reading. Um, you know, a, a, a reader that reads from a book, you know, books on tape, doesn't close the book and say, I'm going to think about what's in the content of this book, and I'll start to recite. They read. When you read, you're looking at print. You're reading. You're not, you're not memorizing and then reciting. You're reading the book. When a psychic does a reading, it's presumed that they can look into your soul and read the content. And they read what they see. Now, when we take the word literally and say, well, I'm going to be, you know, I'm at UCLA, I'm going to be giving a reading. People don't think you're a psychic. People think you're going to recite from a book and give a dramatic representation of that book. So you're giving a reading of the book. But of course, we've distorted the language as we do with all words. And now, you know, now you go to the restroom to relieve yourself. I don't know what that, you know, how yeah. do we destroy the oh language? But, um, but no, it's not, oh my gosh, it's, yeah. a, it's a direct terminology that if you, if a Martian were to come down and they said, can I talk to you? Well, oh, I got to use the restroom first. They go, oh, these people. Well, like the bathroom would be, I mean, you'd similar because well, it's really the toilet bath. room. Yeah, exactly. It'd be the toilet um, room if you're. You well, know, it you should know. be called the dump room, <laughs> the male and female dump. Oh, okay. But, uh, All right. You know, uh, the, the guy on. Thank um, you. The guy on Larry, uh, Larry. Curb your enthusiasm. Curb your enthusiasm. So I want to drop some kids off at the pool. That's Neil. Please. Well, oh. You know, we have these colorful metaphors. We have these colorful right metaphors that uh, we use, and topic. I'm getting back to the topic at hand. Is that okay. When you give a reading, you're not Get giving back. a reading. Which I mean, it's a convenient word, but you're giving. You're you're actually mo- moving into a person's soul and absorbing energy in such a way that you've learned how to translate it whether it's visually or audibly or just through the attitude of omniscience. Right. And it's interesting because, you know, what, what, what one receives from an individual as far as information sometimes can just be a way of hooking into that person. But then oftentimes the validations that come through in a quote unquote reading. <laughs> they go to fishing. I know. <laughs> um, but that, that, you know, they're, they're, there's a pathway that's leading somewhere. So a good psychic is going to, going to be able to follow the clues like a detective and and interpret why the information is coming, yeah. it's coming in. I mean, in you the know, medical sometimes field, that might be prognosis. That might be... You mean diagnosis. No, diagnosis would be... The prognosis is well, the, I know the, the, the actual event for the future. How do you well, take prognosis, a amount of information prognosis, and then give it back to a person in such a way that it can be used? Prognosis is, prognosis is, um, is, is the ultimate, the ultimate um, conclusion or, you know, if someone has an illness, the prognosis for the illness is, is, involves what's going to happen. Are they going to be, 
killed by that illness or is the prognosis that they're going to be able to live with the illness and survive? So, I mean, a part of medical, I mean, you diagnose as a psychic just as you diagnose as a doctor. And of course, there's a prognosis that is 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 a part of the process of um, discussion no, in both fields. Even in that terminology, a doctor can say you have two months to live, maybe three, that's it, and they're right. doesn't matter. They're right because of the amount of medical evidence they have. A uh, psychic can say, well, this is destiny. You will die. You know, well, I mean, we'll all die. something so. that, according to a certain event, yeah, uh, or a disease. There's also the idea that the that you have, can have an open-ended reading. I'm using the word again, but an open. It's just wrinkled back. Well, I mean, word. we have to. The open-ended what, what reading is use? that there's nothing destined bound here. It's energy that you can create, one way or another. You can create negative energy towards the outcome or positive. So the brain takes on a certain power because of the brain stem and the spinal cord and the um, all the energy that goes on and the transmissions, really speaking, and the nerve, nervous system, we can wire ourselves in such a way that we can redesign the chemistry of the body through the mere fact that we are reprogramming the content of our brain's output. And that can have remarkable effects. On the body. and Yeah. At some point, if it's not too late. Or destiny dictates, you got to go. This is it. Your days have now been numbered, and that's it. Well numbered. We're all numbered. Extent. Numerology, too. But when we get to the... Now, when we take this out to an expansive universe, we're also talking about... The, this, is our world destined for destruction? Are we following a program that we have no ability to change, to follow the program? Self-annihilation. Annihilation. Uh, yeah. Statue. <laughs> uh, uh, and, you know, it, I, I'm not, sometimes I'm not the greatest speaker. But the no, idea oh, that... You're a great uh, speaker. Sometimes you just, your tongue gets twisted on words. Yeah, I, I know. You know what? I had the misfortune of kissing <laughs> Chubby Checker. And I, I <laughs> okay. But, uh, the the whole idea is, and I was just asked this question yesterday. It, what's going to happen to our world? What's oh yeah, date? in terms of the what? It will be World War Three, and right, I was standing in twenty thirty four novel that is popular now, um, I think written by a, a writer and, a, and an admiral combined together to create one of these uh, disaster apocalyptic novels, World War Three, World War Z, you know, the end of all wars. And if that doesn't happen, what would be the comet, the asteroid? And if that doesn't happen, it will be the toxins. You know, we don't, we're just this marble in the solar system. The most colorful marble in the pack. But 
we're, we're fragile. And we may soon become a brown planet, becoming brown. We may soon become a brown planet. Uh, if we don't pay attention that our world is made up of different colors, and we've got to preserve, if you will, those colors, whether you're white, black, brown, pale, tan, or your colored mind is bigoted or humanistically speaking, all loving. We've got to preserve the colors of our universe. And we've got to face it, no one color should be annihilated just because they are a different color. I feel like a Disney song should be cute at this point. Well, you can't do South of Pacific, you can't do Zippity Doodah anymore. It's a small, yeah, that's right, you can't. That's now a shame. Obsolete. A shame. That's a shame. Yeah, I love that movie. That's a shame. But, you know, you can't do it anymore. It's terrible. Well, I mean, can't say so beauty has to be kissed by a woman. <laughs> you, you can't say prince. You can't say prince. Well, I don't understand how Sleeping Beauty can be kissed by a woman. That's not sexual assault. I mean, because isn't that the premise that, that if a woman well, is kissed asleep by a man, that, that, that it's sexual assault? assault. Well, then... But wouldn't a woman kissing a woman asleep still be sexual assault? Women can't sexually assault well, women. It's ridiculous. Well, but it is that what they're doing really with it? Well, they, with a woman they, kissing they a woman. That you know, uh, the man kissing the woman, whether it's Snow White or the Sleeping Beauty, is a little bit. You know, did I ask you? Did I ask you if you could kiss me? You know, so there's this rape clause in there, uh, oh, and uh, we've gotten to a point where we have constricted our movements in such a way that in the exposure of creating respect for all life, we have reduced ourselves to restricting the, the idea that there is diversity. Yeah, it's terrible. But I mean, I think that's part of the plan to, you know. World order, one order. World, exactly, to, to, to homogenize. Yeah, <sighs> I mean, we, you know. I don't think anything's going to happen overnight, and I think there's a massive amount of people who will always be fighting it. But if we're overwhelmed by climate uh, damage, flooding and fires, hurricanes, I mean, we just have to wake up. But I think the song to cue would have been, it's a small world after all. Yeah. it's a, Yeah, that's right. It, it, They're probably it, banning it, that right as well because, you know. Yeah, because the way the cultures are represented. Small means that you know, well, only a certain population can live in. Oh, please. Well, anyway, well, that's that's the goal, isn't it? To reduce the world population. Yeah, as we as they continue to want to expand it, because they don't have enough babies to support their leader. Well, we've got a couple minutes. I think a couple minutes, two minutes. And does Sherry want to say anything? Is she Sherry's still? gone. Oh, Sherry's gone. So much for listening. She listened for a while. She left, came oh. back, left. Maybe we played the four seasons. She'll come back. But um, so it, it's never a waste of time to be on the airways and to talk to air. It's never a waste of time. <laughs> well, I think there are people out there listening, not just No, there are. Air. There are. And we have um, tried to recite the attitude of what 
healthy living is about, and and that includes awareness. And for those of you who listen or or delve into the archives, uh, our words hopefully are sinking in that the that the seat of our consciousness is involved in the recognition of the consciousness, and that consciousness is connected to humanity, and that includes all forms of life. So right. I guess we'll end our well, I think I we're ending we'll early. call it a day. We'll call it a morning. Day. Call it a morning, and we will be back on the air on Wednesday. I think so. That's is that what we're doing Wednesday? Uh, Wednesday, Friday next week. Well, we can if we adjust, we adjust. What's going on next week? I don't know. I don't think we announce what's going on next week. You have your calendar there. Oh, well, yeah, I think yeah, Wednesday's like okay. Wednesday and Friday's fine. Yeah. Okay. So, so we'll be Wednesday back on Friday. April fifteenth. If all goes well. Okay, Yeah, barring any unforeseen. Yeah. Disasters. But of course, if we're if uh, as psychics we're supposed to foresee disasters, so we can we can almost guarantee our our uh, our show occurring on the thirteenth. I can't say that no one's going to get slapped, but I don't think we're going to get the nuclear bomb yet. Okay. Well, anyway, we're back on the air, like we said on Wednesday, nine a.m. Pacific, twelve p.m. Eastern. Um, I guess, uh, no callers, but listeners, hopefully, and we hope you have a great weekend. Thanks for tuning in today. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.